Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With me right now, the founder of the Mike Morse Law Firm, uh, which if you live in Michigan, uh, particularly on the east side, you've seen Mike Morse. (laughs) And Mike, you're also the author of the book, Fireproof, uh, 245 star ratings on Amazon, five-step model to take your law firm from unpredictable to wildly profitable. Uh, I feel like we're getting some insider information from a guy who's done it. Mike, thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to be here, Josh. Thank you. You are also a fellow podcaster as well. So your podcast is Open Mic. Yes, we've been doing that for over a year. We have about 110 episodes um, not as many as you, but we're, we're having fun. I'm learning. I'm, uh, you know, it was just kind of a passion play and I'm having so much fun meeting new people, uh, taking on different types of cases. Um, you know, we've done 10 interviews with people who've been wrongly imprisoned for 20 years, 30 years. It's heartbreaking stuff, but, but lots of really good stories, uh, good interviews. Um, and it's just, it's just so much fun. Wow, which uh, can you think of any? So, if someone's uh, pulling it up on their um, on their podcast directory right now, uh, what's a really good story of someone who was wrongfully accused? Well, Kenny Wanenko's case. We've done two episodes with him. You know, uh, thirteen plus years in prison for a for a rape that he did not could not oh. have committed. There's prosecutorial misconduct, judge misconduct, police misconduct. Um, we did an hour and a half interview with him. And then a month or two later, we had the prosecutor that put him behind bars, come on the show. We had a juror come on the show. We interviewed them. He came on again. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. No anger in his heart. He just wants to do, you know, make people feel better in this world. That's the common thread that these people are just grateful to be out grateful that somebody helped them get out of prison. They've all maintained their innocence since day one. The stories will make you want to cry, Josh. And we've done over 10 of them, plus a lot of experts. And it's it's a very big problem in America. Mm. We don't have the answer, but we are bringing awareness to it. And we think that there's thousands of people in prison and jails that yeah. uh, shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, was, what finally exonerated him? Um, in his case, uh, one of the Innocence Projects, the one uh, actually the University of Michigan, um, came on board, convinced the prosecutor, who was a, a really good guy in Macomb County, say, hey, we want to do some more DNA testing. It wasn't all that prevalent in the early 90s when when this when when you convicted him. We'd like to you didn't test the underwear. You didn't test the cigarette butts found at the scene. And they're like, OK, they tested him. They found the individual who did it and Kenny got out. I mean, that's a very short version. I have four hours just on him. He's, he, he has a show on uh, 
they did a whole show on him on, on Netflix. And I don't remember the, the name of that. No kidding. Echo. And, and he's just this wonderful man. Um, and there's over 10 stories like this on my podcast. And you'll just, they could just go through the, you know, it's a open mic on my, it's a Mike Morse law firm on YouTube. There's a podcast on there, or they could go to openmicpodcast.com. I think I can get you the links and maybe you could put them in the show notes, yeah. but it's um, anyway, it's a passion play. In fact, Josh, I'm a personal injury lawyer here in Michigan, as you know, and um, I was so moved by all of these people's stories that I actually took on a case uh, of a man sitting in prison uh, in the Flint area that uh, we believe didn't get a fair trial. So just mm. by doing a podcast, made me get out of my comfort zone and help somebody who I believe didn't get a fair trial. And we're going to try to get him a fair trial yeah. and maybe get him exonerated, you know, and, and that's just going on, on right now. So I'm sure, you know, the power of these podcasts and, and the people you meet and the relationships you meet yeah. and the, the stuff you learn. Um, but it's, it's, it's really um, been a blessing in my life. Yeah. It, you know, if someone has not watched there's a couple of documentaries, oh, is it 13th? Is that the one that he's involved in? No, 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 no. So I don't know the exact number. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, you know, I was going to point out if it says Kenny's name. Yeah, there is. I was going to point out a movie I saw not too long ago um, with um, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, and that is uh, Just Mercy is a oh. uh, fantastic movie. Um, I, uh, just about the movie. systemic racism as well when it when it comes to wrongful prosecution, wrongful wrongful imprisonment convictions. I watched that 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 was that movie made me cry, yeah. and I, I oh, wrote it, a yeah, very big check to that guy's organization after mm -hmm. I saw that movie because I was so moved by the beautiful work that yeah. they are doing, uh, the Equal Justice Center or something like that. Mm -hmm. Again, I. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. No, it's, right. uh, it's so I don't have the notes. I don't have any notes. This is all by memory. Right, by memory. This late in the afternoon. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, when someone starts a podcast, they get to have those conversations. You know, oftentimes you really find where someone's passion lies in the types of conversations they end up having. So. Uh, it's a good, good way to get to know somebody. So again, your, your podcast, you just search it in the podcast directory. It's called Open Mic with Mike Morris, and you'll find uh, the episodes that, uh, Mike, that you've been talking about. You know, I wanted to talk about Fireproof, um, and, and I'm hoping that you can just as a kind of an outline, just kind of take us through the kind of the, the whole five steps because you'd introduced it. We were talking about it before we started hitting record, and uh, what a great Outline you can get it on Amazon right now. Uh, like I said, over two or it's 245 star reviews. So evidently, uh, you're saying something right. So traditionally, lawyers are terrible business people. Business people, a lot of times, are bad business people. <laughs> but we but we wrote they don't the book. say <laughs> but we wrote the book. And the lawyer, the legal community is going nuts for it. I mean, we're still a bestseller. We've sold thousands and thousands of copies, but non-businesses, non-lawyers are buying the book. I'm getting calls from architects and dentists and orthopedic surgeons and people in the UK and that, that, that they found the way that I wrote it uh, with my partner, Jeff, uh, John Ockhazel, um, you know, it just spoke to them. So, you know, basically the first chapter, Know Thyself, helps lay out uh, whether or not you know, you're a, a, a true entrepreneur, visionary type, or you're a great manager type operations guy or gal. And mm -hmm. most people are doing both. 
for sure lawyers, right? The lawyers don't have never heard of these concepts. I never heard of these concepts before I got my coach. So, but but most business people I talk to are doing everything. They're coming up with all the ideas. They're 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 the big vision, they're the big thinkers. They have 10 ideas a day and they're trying to operate their business. They can't do both if they want to do it well. Lawyers can't do both if they want to do it well. So we spend a That's lot true. of time helping people identify whether or not they are which one they are and trying to convince them to be one or the other, not both. We spend some time on the proper ways on how to hire, fire, and pay. And a lot of that has to do with your core values. I have Mike, never met a yeah, before before we continue on to that one, I just you know, I just want to underline what you shared. And and that's very, very common, is and you see this in all areas of business. You know, if I'm an architect, Listen, I'm passionate about what I do. I'm probably really good at what I do. And because of my talent, naturally, that's going to lead to some some business, some business success. However, uh, the the skill set in and around running a company, is a completely different skill set that they don't teach in architect school or law school. Uh, from from what I've heard, you can you can confirm or or uh, or uh, you know to say that's not the case. But from what I've heard, they don't teach business practices uh, in law school. Do they teach it in medical school? No, right? Do they te- teach it fill in the blank school? And so people are really good at their craft, and if they're really good at their craft, they're going to get business, and then they're going to want to grow or they're going to want to make more money or they're going to, but they don't know what to do. And so that's why this book is, is just kind of universal. So, you know, I believe it's my theory that you, you can't do both. You can't, you if you're, if you are a huge, if you are, a, that's me, apologize. Um, <laughs> if, if, I'm, if you, if you're really, if, if you want to grow a business and you want to spend energy on that and you're coming up with great ideas and you want to market, 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 and you want to be the operations guy and work on a thousand cases, you'll fail. You'll get to two, three, four, or five people, and then you're done. You can't yeah. do any more. Yeah. And and listen, architect is the same type of thing, right? How many architects? There's most architects have a very small shop, right? One architect and a few assistants, two architects, uh, lawyers too. Ninety percent of active lawyers out there are in small little firms because, in my th- my opinion, they 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 can't get out of their own way to grow. They don't want to ask for help. They don't yeah. want to get a coach. They don't want to hire a COO. When I hired my COO, my stuff took off. And now I have a CFO, I have a CMO, I have an HR director, on and on and on. And this is very atypical for a law firm and it's very atypical for most businesses. Um, we talk about a lot about core values. No lawyer wants to sit down or architect, or dentist, wants to sit down and think about their core values. What makes them successful? Why are they doing so well? And you take the hours to do that. But once you have your core values and you know why you're successful, then you know who you should hire. You know who you should fire. You know who you should recognize and reward in your business. And if you don't know who you are, how do you know who you should hire? How do you know who should be on your team? So we spend a lot of time on that. Lawyers don't spend time on that. And most people don't. The next thing that most professionals do, especially lawyers, is they don't know the first thing about data. Yeah. So we use something that we call a legal, a legal jumbotron in my office. It's just like being, imagine being in a, in a stadium at U of M in Ann Arbor, and you <laughs> see the big screen, and you know every number that's important to that game. 
And what's the point of win- what's the point of playing the game is to win the game. So it's my it's my position. You can't win in business if you don't know the score. You don't know how many yards to get the first down. You don't know how many timeouts you have left. You need to know the data in real time, daily, weekly, not quarterly, not yearly, which is we are now coaching 30 of the biggest law firms in the country. And when I tell you that 90% of them didn't look at their data, but once a year, I'm not lying to you. Okay. Uh-huh. We now have them looking at them year, uh, weekly and they now can make decisions in real time. You know, should we diversify? Should we, can we hire more people? Should we, you know, what, you know, what should we do in this situation? It's my go-to is say, let's look at the data. Let's look at the jumbotron. If we should do this or that, should we, you know, pick the example. If somebody comes to me with a problem, I say, what are the, what is the data? What does the data show? So the lawyers and the other businesses that we're working with did not have a great grasp on the data. You hear a lot these days about data. And so we put it down in our book and we have free downloads if people want to uh, get the fireproof book or fire fireproof performance is the name of our coaching company. We have some free jumbotrons that they can download on Excel and start putting in numbers in the blanks. The formulas will show them what they have, but I don't know how people make decisions without knowing their numbers. Yeah. That's, that's chapter three. You have any questions on that or should I go to chapter? Four? No, keep on getting. Yeah. So right. this is, this is so critical and, and you might not enjoy the numbers. I don't enjoy the numbers, but you know, the reality, I mean, it's no excuse. You, you, you got to bring in the talent, right? Because, you know, if you're a true e-entrepreneur, you, you probably won't <laughs> like the numbers. Um, you probably won't necessarily enjoy running employee meetings and stuff. Um, right. And and I feel like there's a, a certain level of competency that you're just going to have to bite the bullet and you, you're going to have to do. But um, I think one of the key messages, Mike, that, that I hear often when we start talking about knowing who you are and some of these principles is you got to you have to attract the right talent. So if you're not a great operator, you better find a fantastic one, recruit the best one you can, best one you can afford. Uh, and that's probably what's led to your success is attracting amazing people that, that bring in those components that, that aren't innate in, in your personalities. Am I, is, would you say that's fair? Thousand percent accurate. I have nothing to add. You, you, you said it better <laughs> than I could. But one thing that I will add is the data I glazed over when I first saw it, but my COO has put it into context. Okay. Mm. So a lot of programs, whatever your, 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 whatever you use for your business will spit out data, but it's not in context. It's not showing you what the last six weeks, six months were. So I like to see, Oh, we're signing up 30 cases a week. Okay. That's our goal. 30, 30, 30. But then when I see 22, 21, 24, it's like a smoke detector going off. There's a problem here. I can go right there and figure it out. If the rest of the data is in line, we just glaze over it and we know there's not a problem. So putting it into context so you know where the problems are, what you should focus on in your weekly meetings with your team, with your executive team, with your leadership team is crucial. And most mm-hmm. people don't do that. So I just think uh, uh, if you have listeners and viewers out there who don't like data, make sure that it's meaningful data. If, mm-hmm. if John shows mm-hmm. me data yeah. that is not important, I say, thank you. I never want to see that again. <laughs> 
and he doesn't waste his energy or time and bring it to me. I said, that didn't help me make a decision. That's not interesting to me, but, but I'll tell you what would be interesting is this. So get to know your data, get to fall into your data. Chapter four is run your business like your biggest case. So I love the architect. I love the architect um, analogy that you introduced me to a few minutes ago. So let's think about this. You're an architect and you get a once in a lifetime development that's going to make you millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Do you just kind of gloss over that and, and, and throw it over your shoulder and not treat it well? No. You bring in a team, you bring in a meeting, you have meetings on the daily, you have a plan, you have goals, you, you, you take this really seriously, right? But what's more important than that? What's more important than that job is your business. Your business is more important than that one case, that one project. And what I, what I see is that architects and lawyers and others spend a really good amount of time on that big project, but they don't spend a lot of time working on their business. Yeah. And so this chapter is about putting it into context for you that, you know, you're really good at what you do and you really plan a good mall or construction project or big death case if you're a personal injury lawyer mm-hmm. like myself, but- when it comes to your business, you're kind of not prepared. You're not setting goals. You're not thinking about it. Somebody's role needs to be grow the business. And, and that needs to be their primary focus, in my opinion. And as the owner, the founder, the principal, like if that's not you, who is it? Um, because if you don't, if that's not where your focus is, your do or die focus, then growth is likely not in the cards. It, because it, it takes that that conscientious effort. Mike, you know, one thing I, I know that you're very well known for uh, is your marketing. Your marketing is, uh, you know, in terms of uh, attorneys, um, you, you know, it's it's pretty well known. <laughs> Thank you. And it's well, unique. It, it's unique and different. And like we like to call it, it's it's Cherry Garcia beats vanilla. Every <laughs> legal ad, I don't care what market, your listeners are in, they have crappy, and I'd swear if I could, they have crappy ads. The lawyers have terrible, terrible ads. Lawyer advertising is the worst in the country. And so when I, there's a whole story in my book that talks about the fact that I got fired from my biggest referral source. 70% of my business went down the drain in one day. Mm -hmm. And when I went on TV a month later in a very busy Detroit market, I said, I can't just stand up there and do the same ads. We fight for you. We no fee oh, yeah, yeah. guarantee. Please. I yeah. put on some boxing gloves and oh. you know, <laughs> I see so many of those lawyer ads and they're just up there. You just want to vomit. Yeah. It's the same so, thing everybody else does. So, it's like, what? It's not memorable. So Josh, those are vanilla. Yes. They're a commodity. Everybody's got them. I wanted to be Cherry Garcia. I wanted to be different and something that you're going to remember. And you're going to remember the chocolate chips, the cherry chunks and all those kind of things. So, and when you have to go to the, when you have to, when you need a lawyer, when you go to the grocery store to get ice cream, you're going to pick Cherry Garcia. You're going to pick Mike Morse. So if any of your viewers are interested in what we're saying or listeners, 
they go to my my YouTube channel, Mike Morse Law Firm, and, and look under commercials. We are on the Super Bowl every year. We have national winning commercials. I bring my mom into the commercials. <laughs> I have self-deprecating humor in my commercials. Oh, people love that. <laughs> we, I just got, I have one right now. We've gotten 500 random emails about my mom and how she's a bigger, she's more well-known in my community than I am. And <laughs> she's giving out autographs and she's giving out headshots. And it is so funny. I I think it's one of our best commercials we've ever done. I laugh every time I see it and people in my community, and I'm not asking for a sale. I'm not saying call me. No, it's the relationship. It's It's the relationship. Branding and relationships and the community appreciates it. Uh, I I'm in the elevator every single day. I love your commercials. Mm-hmm. I love your commercials. I love your marketing. We do things in our community. We, I give, I give 30,000 backpacks full of supplies every single year to the Detroit kids. Mm. Uh, we do, we do animal events, adoption events. I we see that. Yeah. That matter. We do things that matter and the community yep. loves it. I love my community. It's not fake. It's authentic. I'm not asking for business, but you know what? Uh, my phones are ringing off the hook. Absolutely. Absolutely. So different, different works. Don't be a sheep. Don't follow the herd. Stand out from the pack. That's what your listeners should take away from this. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much. This has been so great. Mike Morse, your website, 855mikewins.com is the website. And then, of course, you can find the book right now on Amazon. It's called Fireproof, a five-step model to take your law firm from unpredictable to wildly profitable applicable, whether you got a law firm or an architecture firm, any firm, any business, these principles are tried and true. Uh, Mike, this has been a real delight. Um, You know, if anyone goes to your website to you, you do personal injury. uh, And then any other thing that, you know, you mentioned your YouTube, your YouTube channel is fantastic. I don't mean to be gushing here, but you got a good team. You're doing the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, that's it. I'm having fun. (laughs) <laughs> this, I love I love talking to guys like you. I love I love sharing this uh, this knowledge, and I hope people get out of it. If they want questions, they can email me. All my information's out there. They could follow us on YouTube and buy the book if they want. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm thrilled to, I'm thrilled that you uh, called, and I'm thrilled that we got to talk today. Sounds great. Eight five five Mike Wins We've been talking with Mike Morse, attorney and founder of the Mike Morse Law Firm. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.